Before we dive into assertive communication, I want to start with a scene that you may have encountered. You're at a dinner party and someone catches your eye from afar. With a touch of envy, you say to yourself, now that person has the situation under control. It's almost like she's the sun and the rest of you are planets revolving around her. But what makes her that way? How is it that you can spot someone like that, even from a distance? How can you become the sun? Okay, maybe that's going a little too far. But in all seriousness, what makes these people different? Very often, it has to do with a mastery of assertive communication. It's a powerful tool that can open a lot of doors for you. So stick around because we're about to explore how you can become a more assertive communicator. What's up, Explorers? Mary Daphne here of myexplorning.com, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you are on a mission that you care about. So today, we're looking at assertive communication and how to become better at this style of communicating. Now, what's cool about this skill is that it packs a double punch. Not only does it lead to better outcomes in your professional life, it also helps strengthen your personal network and increases your ability to enjoy casual social settings. And if you enjoy what we're discussing here today, you should also definitely check out our lesson about the six common communication styles. So you can check that out right here because it will help you discover your own communication style and how to adopt a new style that much better enables you to be a better, more effective communicator. Now, if you've been keeping up with our lessons, You know by now that communication isn't just about what you say, it's also very much about how you say it. So in order to properly discuss assertive communication, we're going to break it down into three distinct units, tone, lexis or words, and body language. That will ensure we get a fuller understanding of how you can deploy this on your own. With that, let's jump right in. Number one, watch your tone. And I don't mean that in a, hey, watch your tone, like you're being rude kind of way. No, not at all. Rather, what I want you to do is to pay close attention to the tone of your voice. As in, if you were to record it, how would it sound to you? Is it uneven and timid, or is it steady and confident? With assertive communication, you want to strive for the latter. You want your tone to demonstrate that you know what you're talking about. That if someone challenged you on what you're saying, you would very easily be able to explain why your perspective is valid. To do this, you need to employ an assertive tone. 
an assertive tone tends to be a bit deeper sounding than your standard voice. There should be no up talk where you end a statement with a question like, this is a version of up talk because it sounds like a question, even though it's not a question and it totally wouldn't sound assertive. So like, don't do it. Anyway, you get the idea. Instead, make sure that the last few words you say are actually deeper in tone than your first few words. By keeping your tone deeper at the end of your statement, you imply that there is no doubt about what you're saying. It establishes a sense of credibility. It says you mean business. One way to work on this is to actually record your voice. Write down a few statements that you feel confident about, such as effective communication is a powerful skill and is definitely worth investing in. Or social skills are the key to a rich and fulfilling life. And now practice saying those statements using your normal voice. And then try again where you say the last few words using a slightly deeper tone. Play them back and now listen to the difference. If your voice is shaking or too soft, try again using more of your diaphragm to push out the words. You can do this as often as you need until it becomes more automatic. Number two, using declaratives. Aside from tone, you can project much more assertiveness by using decisive wording. That means framing your thoughts in declaratives rather than questions. It also means not including modifiers or hedges that undermine the validity of your declarative. So to illustrate this point, let's take a look at an example. Do you think you could take a quick look at this email? It's really, really important, but I totally get if you're maybe too busy. First off, this is phrased as a question, which isn't inherently wrong, but it does suggest the speaker lacks the authority to make the request. Additionally, the second part sets the request up for failure by implying the request was unreasonable and should be disregarded. Quite frankly, it's downright confusing because of all the mixed messaging that's going on here. Needless to say, this is not a great way to be assertive. So let's try again, but now using declarative language. Here's the email I wanted to run by you. When you get a minute, please let me know your thoughts. The newsletter is going out at lunch, so we'll need it reviewed by then. Huge difference, right? This time, there aren't any questions being asked. It's a series of statements. It's still polite, but it brokers no doubt as to what is needed here. This declarative version is much more likely to get you the outcome that you want. Often, people phrase things in questions and use hedges to not seem pushy. But as you can see from the examples I just gave, there's a way to be assertive while still being respectful. And chances are the assertive approach 
will also be more easily understood because it isn't all muddled up with contradictory language. Number three, strong body language. The final aspect of assertive communication that we're looking at today is nonverbal communication. There is so much we glean from a person's gestures and stance. After all, before the invention of spoken language, we relied heavily on body language as a means of communication. Because of this, it's important to use strong body language to establish your assertiveness. In particular, this means adopting an open body stance. So postures such as crossing our arms and hunching over are protective postures that signal insecurity and lack of confidence. Now, by contrast, open arms and standing up straight or sitting up straight project confidence and strength, suggesting you are not afraid of being seen and speaking your mind. What is even cooler is that the open body stance will also send messages to your brain that you are confident, which will strengthen the tone of your voice and cause you to use more declarative language. Pretty cool, huh? So there you have it. Three powerful strategies for adopting an assertive communication style. So to recap, we have one, adopt an authoritative tone. Two, use declaratives and decisive wording. And three, maintain an open body stance so that you can use strong body language. And once you familiarize yourself with these three aspects of assertive communication, challenge yourself with a little visualization. So find a quiet space to be still for just a few minutes. Close your eyes and imagine your ideal leader. This could be a real person who inspires you or someone you've dreamed up in the depths of your imagination. What does their voice sound like? What kind of language are they using? What does their posture look like? Now, think of those characteristics being transferred to you. Imagine yourself in a variety of social settings behaving the way this ideal leader behaves. Do this often and especially right before you enter challenging social situations. And what you'll find is that over time, this will become your default communication style, enabling you to build your credibility, project your confidence, and be taken seriously. So now that you know our strategies for how to communicate assertively, I would love to hear what you think. What strategies do you use when you want to be taken seriously? What are some ways that you like to project confidence during social interaction? Share whatever is on your mind with us in the comments down below. And if you love this lesson, please be sure to let me know. You can give this video a thumbs up on YouTube. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of explorers so that you never miss a lesson. And if you ring that bell, you'll get notified about our new lessons and weekly live streams. Email this video to a friend or a coworker who also wants to supercharge their social skills. And while we're at it, feel free to also share this with your Facebook friends as well. And remember, the write-ups of these lessons are always available on our blog at myexplorning.com. So with that, have an awesome week, Explorers, and thank you so much for joining me. I will see you next time for your next Explorning lesson. 
Happy exploring!